You see, the good thing about this is that we could do it so asynchronously. <laughs> yeah, you could. Doesn't even matter anymore. Stay on the call and say it in like 15 minutes, and <laughs> still have it. Hey, friends! Welcome to episode 25 of Spreading in STEM, the podcast about young people in science. I'm Audrey Farrell. <laughs> Fuck off, Matt. I'm Matthew Murphy, and this week we talked about grad school and future apartment hunting. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> nice. I've been so stressed this whole week that I feel like I'm not breathing enough. <laughs> Just take a deep one in, count to ten, let it out. God. Do you need to take a moment? No, I've had too many moments. I feel like that's half the problem. Yeah. Keeping yourself on track. Yeah. I've had Animal Crossing music stuck in my head all day. (laughs) Have you changed your town tune yet? Yep. I just made it a drone. I thought it was funny. (laughs) Yes, little cat? Oh, yes, you're crying. <laughs> we have so much crying in this podcast now. I gotta Again. give her a treat. You can have a treat for hanging out with me. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me. Oh, hello. Oh, no, I've unlocked something terrible. No, you can't have any more. You get one. Greedy. Don't spoil one. her too much. Oh, mm. how cute. <laughs> I love her so much. She does not like being held. Aww. Oh, cute. Okay. <sighs> Better. <laughs> I have not had like enough water today. Yeah. I feel it in my brain where it's just like, ah. It feels kind of like dried out. You can't have another treat, little grandma. Give her another one. Nah, she's good. a mistake giving that to you because now you're just gonna cry oh she wants more will you stop crying if i if i hug you if i hug you will you not cry how's this yeah well how's here we go uh I can't tell if it flew by or if it dragged on. Yeah. I've kind of lost all sense of time. <laughs> I don't know what day it is anymore. Um. I mean, it's Saturday. But that's all I can tell you. Well, I feel like Monday through Wednesday or Thursday went so slowly. But then my Friday didn't even exist. I don't know what happened to it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel having completed your first week of virtual classes? I feel okay. I feel like I'm getting back on top of things a little bit. There's still so much work to do. But I finished... One of the big things is I finished my midterm that I was working on for ages. Now, I I feel good after the first week. I feel like it was nice to have some kind of routine. Like, at least I had something on my schedule every day. So Mm. that was nice. But I'm still like... 
wiped? I, it only took five days, hmm. but I finally caved in and watched a lecture in bed. It was <laughs> oh, great. No. no, I watched all mine at my desk so far. I really wish I had one of those standing desks. Uh, or like a sit-stand one? Yeah, something that's convertible. Because I'll just sit in class or like these lectures that go on for hour and a half back to back and then also do work in between. And then I stand up finally and I feel it. Like I feel my legs just dragging down. Yeah, I feel like, is that something you look for for like grad school? It's really not anything I've thought about before. And I yeah, know. I am used to having like a, a brisk walk between each of my classes. To yeah. like get to the next place, but I exactly. don't have that anymore, which is interesting. Although I feel like I value the aesthetic of just a clean wooden desk too much to really put some fancy equipment on it. Yeah. And like hinges and whatever, yeah. levers. Yeah, they're kind of bulky, the ones that exist now. Maybe we'll get better ones in a, like a year or two. I will say I have started an Ikea wish list for when I move. Ooh. And uh, that shit's dangerous. I, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about what area rug I want. And I'm like, what makes you think you're going to be able to afford an apartment, let alone an area rug for that apartment? <laughs> but Well, you could start with the small things that you can afford, yeah. like your rugs and your lamps, and, well, I tried, and then get the I'm, apartment. I'm like trying to balance out like building a space that I love with b- building a space I can afford. So, but I mean, it's helpful that I'm like pretty minimal in general, so I don't need that much furniture to like exist, but it's, it's, it's dangerous. Like, like so far all I've put in there are like some lamps, an area rug and a bed frame and it's already like, Mm. it's racking up. And I'm also trying to balance and figure out how much I could just steal from my house <laughs> yeah. versus what I have to buy. Yeah, I want to steal this big armchair if I can, but I have no fucking clue how I'd move it. Just slapping in a U-Haul. I wasn't planning on even getting a U-Haul. I don't know. If you want that armchair, you're going to have to. I know. Well, I feel like it might not be a thing that I bring during grad school, but like afterwards. Eventually, I will steal it. That's a, some long-term planning. Yeah. What else is there to do? In precisely 10 years, I will take this chair. <laughs> if it still is sit-onable this chair, by then. This chair is already, like, not young. It's, like, at least a 20-year-old chair. It's a vintage. Yeah. I, like, I don't know how long we've had it. Speaking of grad school, how's, yes. how's that going for you, man? Good. I committed on Monday. I am official. And I uh, selected my net ID today. You get to choose? Which, yeah, which was so stressful. (laughs) You don't even understand. I thought you were just going to do Murphy. Well, I did. (laughs) I I ended up choosing that. But, like, on every page, Mm -hmm. it constantly reminded you that this was a very extremely absolutely permanent decision <laughs> and the only way to change it is if you legally change your name oh jesus and it's also your handle for the university email address is it murphy so it's with, like doubly important two m's or three m's 
It is M.M. Murphy. So three and M's And they didn't let total. you use any, like, underscores or periods or punctuation so, of any kind. Murphy. It was only alphanumeric. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, good thing you've got chill initials. I was worried it'd be a little too much repetitive. No. Because I feel I love like people Murphy. could just easily... I think that's so but fun. People could so easily just forget one of those letters. Yeah. But, like, I'm not worried about it. That's their problem, not mine. I'm chilling. How was your, your committal process? You feel good about it? I feel good. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I don't have any regrets. Yeah, good. If good. you had regrets for like a weekend, we're probably not doing great. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> How about you? How's your decision process coming? Well, I'm not there yet. I can tell you exactly where I am in the process. I'm in the process of figuring out how money is moving around before mm -hmm. before committing anywhere. So I like I'm at the point where I could turn down some schools, and I feel like probably I should. I feel kind of guilty that I haven't yet. But I also where are you thinking of turning down? Um, I'm thinking of turning down essentially everywhere but like UCLA and Stanford. You're gonna turn down UMass officially? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm feeling that way. I like it's. It's, but it's weird because I. I don't like the idea of closing doors before I've officially committed somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. Like I don't. I feel like I'm limiting my options, which is exactly the point because it's making a decision. But like, <laughs> it's but just, to be fair, you don't have to yeah. turn them down. Yeah. So I feel weird turning places down before I've committed somewhere, but um. There are some complicated circumstances <laughs> in my decision process right now that need to be sorted out before I can commit. So. Because the deadline's in what, like 10 days? <laughs> oh, yes. Fuck. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not even a problem of like, I don't know what I want. I know what I want, but I don't know how it's going to work right now. I don't know if I should talk about my whole NSF scenario right now. Up to you. It's complicated. <laughs> I guess I should talk about it because it, cause it's relevant and it's like vaguely interesting. But, and what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> but, <laughs> that's true. Go ahead. Essentially, what's happened, well, it starts out with good news. The great news is that I got an NSF GRFP or GRF, I guess. I got, a, I got a fellowship from the NSF for three years for like a lot of money. The Graduate Research yeah, Fellowship. Yeah, Graduate Research Fellowship from the National Science Foundation. Trying to not use as many acronyms. I've been asked that before. Um, but, which is great. It's it's three years of, of 34K stipend. That's pretty tight. Um, nice. But here's the scenario that I'm in. <laughs> is that I really like the research group at UCLA. They're really like that's probably where like where I want to be, almost definitely actually. So, um, but it's an engineering program, and the GRFP I applied for was under physics because everywhere I applied to was physics except for UCLA. So it was a wise choice at the time, <laughs> but hmm. but now that I'm here and I've gotten it and I want to go to this engineering program, uh, we're running into issues because like. 
GRFP has a rule where your first year you have to be pursuing a degree in the field of study you specified on your application. But I wouldn't be because I'm in engineering and my application is under physics, even though I'm doing literally the exact same research that is stated on my research proposal that I got the award for. Yeah, just the header. Yeah, like our, um, when was that? Our first episode with a guest was with Charlie talking about how electrical engineering and physics are really just the same. (laughs) Like, it's really just semantics, which one you're doing. Um especially in in fields like plasma physics like there's so much overlap that like i'd still be a physicist even if i'm in an engineering department and i could still be an engineer if i were in a physics department you know right Hi, there's a little cat that wants to say something do you want to cry into the (laughs) mic hi are you here to cry yeah so right now i'm in the process of doing two things uh first appealing to nsf being like hey like really my research is the same as the one I got the award for, like, there's so much overlap between these two fields that it's really just semantics, like, trying with my advisor to, like, get NSF to essentially change that rule for us. Um, And as, like, a kind of redundancy in this plan, also transferring my application to the physics department at UCLA so that if NSF is not willing to budge, we can just say i can just be a physics student for a year and then transfer because that is allowed but it essentially means this week i've had to reapply to grad school (laughs) couldn't you just well well so i get that you're going to be doing like the same project mm -hmm. whether or not you were technically physics or technically engineering Mm -hmm. why couldn't you just apply to physics from the get-go at ucla Uh, because it's an administrative mess to that is best avoided. So when I applied to UCLA, I wasn't really, I didn't care that much about the fact that it's UCLA. I cared about the specific advisor I want to work with and right. and the group that I wanted to be a part of. And that group just happens to be in the electrical and computer engineering department. It just happens to. Um, it, it's got one professor who's a joint appointment in, in engineering and in physics. So he's the one who's trying to help kind of push my application through in the physics department several months before the deadline and 10 days before I have to commit somewhere, which is horrifying. Um, but that's kind of the, the scenario we're in. So I applied to my advisor more so than my program, because at the time that is what I was told is most important. And it is, I firmly believe that Mm -hmm. is what's most important. So I didn't, I didn't think too hard about the fact that it's an engineering program but I did not foresee several things. I did not foresee, first off, winning <laughs> GRFP. And I did not foresee it being an issue to be in a different department. Because it was never really stressed in our like info sessions about it. That you couldn't just transfer around. or that It was really probably just taken for granted. Because I'm sure you're in a pretty unique yeah, position. I mean, I feel like physics and engineering are kind of uniquely suited to have this problem. Because there is so yeah. much overlap. Like, That's true. I was talking to my advisor at UCLA about this, and he's like, yeah, we're trying to talk to NSF because this is going to be a pretty common thing now that, like, quantum information is a thing that is, like, both engineering, physics, and computer science, and you can't expect mm-hmm. people to know precisely what program they're going to be in when they're applying to GRFP. Because you apply to GRFP before you get decisions back about grad school. So... You could end up in a different program than you originally intended. 
It's a whole thing. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Luckily, I won't have to figure that issue out when I <laughs> reapply next year. Yeah, that's true. So I will know exactly which program I Yeah, in. so that's the thing about, about GRFP is that you can apply as a senior undergraduate when you don't know where you're going to be in grad school. Or you can apply as a first or second year, I believe, graduate student. And then you know exactly well, it's where you're going to be. It's not really or. It's both. Well, yeah. You can do yeah. both. Well... It is an or. It is. It's an or, with, and, an, and you can do both with some and. exceptions. Yeah, like if you apply your senior year of undergrad, you can apply again in graduate school. But if you apply only in graduate school, I don't think you can apply twice. Right. So, so applying early gets you an extra shot. So, shout out to all the juniors that listen to this, and anyone younger than us, uh, definitely apply to GRFP as an undergraduate. It's it's a good idea. They're giving me It'll lots take of money. A, big, uh, a pretty reasonable chunk of your time, oh but it's very I'm, worth it. But I'm so glad we did that. Like, yeah, win oh, yeah. the money or not, it's such an informative experience, especially for us because we're going to be writing NSF grant proposals for like our entire lives. <laughs> so it's nice yep. to get an early start, and you get feedback on it. You don't just get nothing if you don't get it. Like they send every single person who applies the reviewers' comments on their application, so you know exactly what you did wrong, what you did right, what you can work on more, moving forward. Yeah, and kind of tied to that, one thing I totally didn't realize is that the format they have for that <laughs> application is kind of how they do everything, mm -hmm. like their grants and their research. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. The whole like, like one of the advisors I was talking to. Yeah, um, she was kind of describing her research program to me, and she like. Literally told me her broader impact section. I was like, that's familiar. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, NSF so is yeah, very... It, it was really a helpful experience. It's super helpful because NSF is very particular about how they want things proposed to them. So getting experience doing that is a good call for anyone. I would argue they're a little too particular. <laughs> they're a little... <laughs> yeah, you probably have a lot more to say on that than I do. But I digress. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that my whole week has been like kind of kind of frantic emails because I found out on Tuesday I found out that I got it, and then like that same really not giving you much time. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't hear back until it was it was March thirty first, so I had two weeks between hearing back and making a final decision to a school, which for most people probably isn't a problem. Because if you're in the program you had specified on your application, like, it's clear, like, oh, great, now I just have this money as well as going where I was already going. Mm -hmm. But now I have, like you said, like, two weeks to argue with the NSF, maybe transfer into a different department, like, do all this kind of crazy shit. That's... Do you have to fill out, like, another application Well, then? what I needed to do... For physics? Not really. So all I needed to do, technically, was send a proof like a pdf copy that i had of my original application and then i had to send my physics gre scores because i didn't need that for the engineering department which means <laughs> i had to straight out tell my advisor at ucla how i did on the gre which i'm not personally like that pleased with so i was like oh god here's how i did <laughs> don't don't think about oh. it too much just send it <laughs> um you didn't have to go through uh, ETS. ETS um, I probably will in the future, but for now, I just sent him an unofficial copy. That's fair. Because I'm going to save myself that like $37 or whatever if I can. Understandable. 
But yeah, so I've been like, I had to, I had to send essentially a, a copy of all my essays um, and my original application and my GRE scores. And then I had to send all my GRFP application materials as well to the physics department because they're trying to essentially argue with the NSF for me, which is mm. nice. Well, that's nice that they're supporting you. Yeah, no, I like, I am very stressed <laughs> and uh, pretty frustrated about this whole scenario because it, essentially it's a problem of semantics getting in the way of me kind of doing what I what I want. Um, but and I, like it's obviously frustrating. Like I'm doing the same research that I wrote my application on, just with a different label, and now it's a big problem. That's frustrating. But. I yeah. also like understand that I'm in a very special position right now where I have multiple people at UCLA like like really doing a lot of work for me <laughs> to get me to come. Like there's I, like I got an email this morning that was just kind of a an overview of kind of what we're doing and it had like six different people administrative people CC'd on it that are all trying to take care of this for me. And I'm like, "Okay. Oh wow. That's that's awesome. Really great. Um, it was funny though. I was so I've been I've been emailing my advisor at UCLA like constantly this week, just over and over and over again. Because first off, on Monday this week, I sent my first salary negotiation email I've ever had to send in my life. Horrifying. Have you heard back on it? Yeah. So well, it kind of got tied into this whole process, right? Oh, so okay. as soon as I found out about GRFP, I emailed him. So I guess it was Tuesday. Um, I emailed him being like, hey, I have, I got this GRFP, hooray, also, like, I'm, I really want to come to UCLA, and, like, your group really seems like a great place for me to be, but also I have this, like, outstanding offer from Stanford that would kind of help me a lot financially, so I need to take that into account, and, like, is there anything you can do, essentially, to match that, and, which was the most stressful email to write, do you know, <laughs> oh, but, like, again, I'm in a situation where I have a lot of leverage and that I've got all this free money from the government and I have um, an offer from Stanford, which is, like, not trivial. Um, so, you know, I had a lot of stuff kind of in my favor that made me feel like I was kind of doing myself a disservice if I didn't try to negotiate. Yeah. But holy shit, that was hard. Oh, my God. Like, I have a lot of trouble asking for money in general. Like, oh my god, I remember the first time I ever had to ask, like, my, my first advisor, as, like, a freshman, I I needed to ask him to get paid, because he wanted me to stay and do research over the summer, and I'm like, you know, I can't do this unless I have enough money to live on Long Island, which is not a small amount of money. And I still got underpaid mm -hmm. my first year, but... <sighs> That's, it's so hard. It's especially hard as a student. Yeah, because you feel like you're not worth because it. Because <laughs> we really never have... Yeah. We don't have leverage. Yeah, so so this was my first scenario where I do actually have quite a bit of leverage, which is... Although weird. I guess it's different as a graduate student. Yeah. That's one of the things I've seen a lot is that they're a lot more connected with the department and they have a lot more sway yeah. and a larger voice, and which is nice. They're a lot more in demand. Like, a good grad student, yeah. people want you. Yeah. And so I have been CC'd on so many emails from my from my advisor at UCLA to, like, people in the NSF or people in the physics department or people in the engineering department, where he's talking about, essentially, how much he wants to recruit me and, like, 
that he's trying to do this to get me to go there. And I'm like, this is an interesting scenario to be in. Because I feel like as an undergrad, you're not like, I mean, you're if you find the right group, you can be really valued. You can do really important work. And that's obviously great. And that's how we've gotten as far as we have. But as a grad student, I feel like so many more people want you. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you've proven your mettle at that point by the time you've gotten into grad school. So it's... It's really nice, but very confusing. (laughs) Felt deserved. Oh my god, so many emails. Also, on a bunch of those emails, I got cc'd on. My advisor was spelling my name wrong. (laughs) Oh no! But his most recent email, he got it right. So maybe he learned. Or maybe it was it was a fluke. It was several emails, though, that spelled it wrong several times in the same way. So I think he... I think you should uh, put that on the back burner. Yeah, I know. It's not... That's probably the least of your worries. it's really not an issue. I think it's actually really hilarious that he's, like, doing all this shit for me and, like, offering me so much, but it still can't spell my name right. Now, what if another girl Mm -hmm. whose name is spelled the way... He misspells your name, also won it, and they change hers, but not oh yours. Oh, God. <laughs> Terrible. What would be the odds of that? Um, <laughs> non-existent, I'd say. Hopefully. Uh, Most likely. Yeah, so that's been my week. has just been, like, frantic emails and, like, navigating really tricky situations. Because, I first off, I sent an email asking for more money. <laughs> on, and saying that I'd won this fellowship and then I had to follow it up like I, either that day or the next day being like actually maybe not this fellowship <laughs> because holy shit I can't do it in engineering yeah. and then since then it's just been okay what can we do to get you to keep this money because it's I mean it's in the school's best interest to let me take that money essentially because mm-hmm. it's it's not like they'd be paying for me to go for at least three years essentially but oh, ooh! I just got a very interesting offer. Ooh! Not related what? to grad school. <laughs> related <laughs> to Animal Crossing. It oh. says, "Does anyone have any gold nuggets? I will pay fifteen thousand bells per nug." That's crazy. I have some nuggets for. What do you need gold nuggets for? I think for? some DIY recipes use them. That's why I've been saving mine and not selling them. I've, oh, I've always been selling mine. Because um, I think, I know someone was saying that big robot that you can get the recipe for takes like an obscene amount of gold. Mm. That's dumb though. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't belong on a deserted I island. I know. I'm trying to really cultivate the vibe my mind. on my island. Yeah. It's hard to do that when... I guess you get the uh, terraforming ability like fairly late in mm. the game. I think I'm about to get it. And it's so hard to actually kind of plan things out and get everything laid out the way until you want you it can do that, until yeah. you have that. Well, I spent... So everything's been a bit haphazard. <laughs> I spent probably two or three hours yesterday building a botanical garden on my island. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. I'm quite proud of it. But you've got, I've got like the rows of flowers all color coordinated so in like stripes spaced out with trees so that they can still produce more flowers for me and it's like all fenced in this like lovely stone fencing that matches my bridge i'm like 
all this to try and make it nice. Have you been enjoying your bunny day event? I'd rather it be over. I'm it's... done digging up <laughs> eggs instead of fossils. I hate it. Every single fish <laughs> is, an egg. is now an egg. Oh. oh, God. Apologies to anyone who does not have Animal Crossing. It's really uh, sucks to be you. <laughs> wow. I, I've been my whole if I have free time outside of classes and research, it's Animal Crossing time. Like, that's essentially it. That's all I've been doing. Yeah. Anyway, back to science things. Yeah, so that's that's um, a long-winded way of saying the story behind my grad school decision right now, is that I've essentially decided where my heart wants me to be, but I'm just figuring out logistics and and financials mm-hmm. before I officially commit places. But it is very stressful. And I'm really ready to be done. I God, by when I finally actually like finish and commit places, I feel like it's gonna be such a weight off. Cause I don't Now if this GRFP thing works out, do you think you'll commit there? I think so. Yeah. I think it's it's the best place for me. I mean part of like the back of my brain is always worried that like somewhere else would have been the place for me but I didn't get to visit and so I don't know but like honestly I'm so glad I got to visit UCLA before like shit went down (laughs) and the world stopped working but um because I really did like enjoy what I saw of the city because I'd never been to LA before um and I really enjoyed the campus, and I I really value like being there and and meeting the people I'd be working with every day, and actually having a full on conversation with my advisor, which I hadn't really done up to that point, which was really weird. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we talked over email, and we talked very little at a brief meeting in person, but we had never gotten the opportunity to full on like discuss things was that the one you had yeah lunch with? i had i had a hasty lunch with my advisor at ucla but we didn't get to talk one-on-one very much because there were other people there that kind of monopolized the conversation a little bit so right. it was it was really valuable just to have that kind of face-to-face interaction so like condolences to those who didn't get to do that before you know global pandemic struck um no, you can. I was so close. Oh, I know you almost Literally got to go to Arizona. One week away. <laughs> oh man, that was so upsetting. And um, a few of the students who also committed, like we put together a group mm-hmm. chat, and I guess a couple of them went got to go to Hawaii like immediately before oh, this all happened. For for what for the AAS meeting? University of Hawaii. Oh, University of. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had their visit. That's I guess lovely. I don't know if it was the last Jesus. week or and what. And if that's paid or for the week before it all oh. went down. Yeah. God. A paid trip to I Hawaii. Are you kidding me? Ugh. So lucky. Yeah, so I I think visiting was really important for me, like wanting to go there. Which makes me obviously worry about the places I didn't get to visit. I was like, would I love it more if I had been there? <laughs> like Well, there's nothing you there's can do nothing about I it. Can do about it. And I, I am at a point where I feel very much that I like I function very well in LA and and in that group in particular and at that school I feel like it could be a place where I could really you know get good 
So, <laughs> so that's looking good. We gotta put together some summer hiking trips. If we can. <laughs> sure, we can. Uh... I know I will. I'll have time. I don't know about you. Oh, like you mean in future summers? I was saying like this this yeah, summer we might not, not this, be able no, to not this do summer. that much venturing. Like in the future. You know, it's we're in a really unique position. Like obviously the world is in a very unique position right now. But we're probably going to have to Oh hello. Are you recording? Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? She says, how's it going? It's great, thank you. Are you safe? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good to hear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're probably going to have to like do our grad school move while this is kind of still going on. Like, I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. Because... Yeah. Like, I feel pretty strongly that it's going to be a, a while till things kind of start going back to normal and things won't be completely back the way they were I feel like until we have you know uh, treatments in place which we don't and could take like a year to sort themselves out so <sighs> we're going to have to like move across the country amidst kind of crazy times and I'm interested although to I think it might work out. in our favor yeah if the housing market is <laughs> kind of on the downturn, yeah, I... that might work in our favor. Fair point. Maybe rent will be cheaper now that they've evicted everyone who can't afford to stay. Exactly. Yikes. Pick up on a cheap spot. Should I should I take up my brother on this offer for 15,000 bells per nug? Yes. I can find more nugs. I have no need for them right now. I might have some, but I'd need to see the money first. <laughs> I don't trust him. I don't trust him. This is the same brother who who came to my island, dug the holes and dug a bunch of holes, so I couldn't move anywhere. And then, um, like early days of Animal Crossing, I was moving the day Animal Crossing came out, so I didn't have <laughs> like as much time as he did. And so he was a day ahead of me. And he came to my island the day before I would have gotten a ladder with his ladder and went up to my <laughs> cliffs where I couldn't get to and then picked all my flowers and buried them so they looked like fossils and then told me that they were he found them like that. He's like, oh my god, Audrey, you have so many fossils up here. You're going to have a, such a fun day when you get your ladder. And he's like... And he's so good at being earnest about it. Like, we were talking over the phone while we were playing. And he's like, here, I'm going to, like, take one of your fossils, but only one. Because you can't get it today. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, fine, whatever. But he took the only fossil and then just buried flowers everywhere else. I was oh so God. pissed. <sighs> you see, the funny thing is that Nintendo is doing the exact same thing to us. With eggs. <laughs> yeah. With eggs. That's true. Oh, God. Have you been on Zillow anymore? Um, I've been on a few things. So um, I subscribed to, what is it called? Like apartment list. I don't know if they have this for, for Tucson. Let me pull it up make sure I get the I'm name not sure. right. But one thing that I can't tell if it's creepy or not, it's definitely helpful, but it's also kind of creepy, mm. is that 
in addition to like a big guide of how to live in Tucson and that they send out to other perspective mm-hmm. students is that they sent us like a map of where every single graduate student lives. Oh, that's kind of weird. And it's like with like comments of like what's good and what's bad about the neighborhood just so you can like, you know, decide where's best for you and yeah. like financially trying to figure that out. I um But like now I know where every single person lives and it's kind of weird. So I am on a site called Apartment List where okay. you can essentially say, okay, here's where I need an apartment. Here's what's important to me, my price range, how many rooms. Um like how long of a commute I'm willing to make via public transit or bike or walk or whatever. Um, and like any amenities that you want, essentially. So like, you know, do I need a washer and dryer in my apartment or can I like go to a laundromat? Like, is that important to me? Yes or no. And then you pick, um, and it will send, it sends you emails essentially whenever it finds matches for you and then it's like tinder you can like swipe (laughs) which apartments you (laughs) like and it tries to like narrow it down um so like when are we supposed to actually be serious about that um i think right now is way too soon to actually know like what is available like we know at this point, or at least in a few weeks, we'll know where we need to be living and how much money we'll have to spend. But we don't know what houses are available or what apartments are available because we're so far in advance. So I feel like I'm going to... Oh, God. I haven't really formulated a, a formal plan. I have, I, I've thought of a few different things I could do. So especially now things are complicated because when we move, we might still not have classes in person. Our first semester of grad school. Yeah. Have you thought about that at all? Someone brought it up in our in your group chat, like little Slack channel. Mm-hmm. Kind of asking about it because I guess their dad was freaking out. Yeah. Um, but it's not something I've really seriously considered yet. I'm lighting a candle. It's important. I guess at that point it'd be kind of status quo for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just having finished this whole semester, going through it. But it'd be especially odd having moved there, but still having to do yeah, it Yeah, because, I mean, I assume it wouldn't impact our move date, or, like, approximate move date, because... Not unless you're going to be moving on campus, I presume. Yeah, because odds are... I don't know how that would work. If if possible, we'd still be going into our labs sometimes, at least. I, I assume? I don't know. It's too early to say all this shit, to be honest. Yeah. <sighs> We've yet to hit the apex. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Because I figure even if things do calm down, I feel like a lot of places might just have a little bit of a buffer. Yeah, well... Just to make sure. That's one thing that we have to be careful of is that if like things start slowing down and we're on like the downturn of yeah. like new cases... We don't re-escalate it. Yeah, if we just start... like end all the shelter in place measures and restart everything like nothing had happened it's going to resurge again because that's how this works so we can't just assume it's fine and give up on social distancing i feel i feel like there are going to be a lot of measures in place to continue at least like social distancing for a long time for like probably the next year if i had to guess 
if not. And it's been said on the news so often that it could be a new normal. Yeah. Hmm. Sunset Barrington Canyons. I see. Here's the problem with having two monitors. Is now that I'm looking at apartments on this monitor instead oh, no. of talking to you. This is beautiful. <laughs> I can't afford it. <laughs> I don't know what neighborhoods uh, I'm looking for. Skip that question. All right, this is too many questions. I'm okay. Done. Um, I give we, it up. we should continue podcasting instead of apartment shopping. Uh, oh, all right. But yeah, where were um, we? it is weird to think about how how unique our uh, our start of grad school is going to be because of coronavirus. It's a uh, Interesting times. Like, it's interesting times for everyone, but this is, like, a very transitive time in our lives without a virus <laughs> or a global yeah. pandemic. So, uh, that's fun. Because, like, even if it wasn't happening, it would still be a very stressful Yeah, it's like, we still both have to formative move across to the country start like a new life for ourselves no. in a new place which is really not something that many people yeah. do huh. we did not do a great job at following this outline <laughs> well the night is young we can get back on track oh god oh my god it's five thirty. where yeah. did my fucking day go you tell me I don't what know. What have you been doing? Nothing. Playing Animal Crossing, aren't you? Where'd my day go, Matt? I feel like I haven't done anything. I was supposed to write more of my thesis today, and the day's like over. Oh my goodness. Oh no. What have you done? Oh, no. oh god. I stayed up till like three for no reason. It's so hard not to. And then woke up at ten like it was fine. But I'm so tired. Maybe you need a nap. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. This has been an exceptionally uh, stressful and long week. Like I had an exam that took four full days to do. Because it was hard. To be fair, you had three weeks to do it. That doesn't count. Those three weeks weren't real time. Like, literally no one in the class that I've talked to started it before this week. Mm. Every single one of us was what like, was, ah. What was it like having a blackboard exam? Well, mine wasn't blackboard. So this exam was meant to be a take-home exam before, you know, pandemic started. Or not before it started, before it got, like, out of hand, I guess. Um, yeah. So so it was always meant to be online and, on like, at home. So it's just written. And, like, you can just write it out on paper and then scan it and send it in on Blackboard. Or, if you're me, you can type it all up in LaTeX and then send it in. That's a lot of work for an exam. This place. For a homework, maybe. Nice. Are you looking at apartments still? Yeah, well, it's 21 minutes by transit, which is not great, but not terrible. Hardwood floors. I gotta Cats and Ikea. dogs allowed. With parking, which is a huge deal. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's pretty nice. 
Have you only had classes so far, or have you had any meetings? I had meetings before classes started back up. Oh, yeah, interesting. So my, all my research meetings have been on Zoom. And uh, How has that went for you? It's been okay. I think the main thing is like the amount of small talk that I have in my day has decreased. Yeah. Since Zoom meetings have gone online, like when when you're meeting in person, I feel like it feels a lot more acceptable to like just chit chat about random shit. But mm-hmm. like I feel like now when I'm on Zoom, I feel like if I'm going on a tangent and just like talking about non like meeting specific related things, I feel like it's not as like chill. That makes sense. I also find it a lot harder to kind of end the meeting when it's virtual. Yeah, it feels a little awkward every time. Because it feels like you're just hanging up on someone, which has always been rude to me. Like, I've always kind of had trouble Mm. coming up with the, like, who's going to hang up first. And it'll get to the point where, like, okay, you know, we've kind of mutually decided that this meeting is done. But then, like, one of us says something that's, like, totally off-tangent, we kind of go on about that, <laughs> and then it just repeats. Yeah. And I actually had my research meeting yesterday on Google Hangouts, or, what is it, like, whatever Google's video thing is, because my advisor sends me a message, he's like, you know, today I've had Zoom meetings, I've had Microsoft Team meetings, let's switch it up. Yeah. Which is fair. You need some variety in your life. Yeah, I feel like it's a big social change. Like, my group meetings seem less, like, kind of, you know, fun get-togethers and more, like, business Mm -hmm. than they used to. Which, I mean, part of it's that we're all not used to this situation. It will probably get more comfortable as we go on. But that's kind of what this first week kind of felt like. Like, everyone was a little awkward, and we're like, oh, I don't know if I should mm-hmm. unmute myself now and say something. And I feel like it's a lot harder to kind of show your personality on camera. Mm-hmm. Compared to, like, just... And part of that could also just be not being used to this format. Yeah. And kind of working through the awkwardness of it for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... We're all we're all getting used to it. It'll it'll get better over the, over time. Yeah, we're kind of in a transitionary period. Oh wow! Who for knew? it all, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you good? I'm very sleepy. Have I mentioned that? Yes, you have. Oh my god! This is the first thing you've said. Yes. So I discovered a hack. A hack in terms of keeping myself to be productive oh yeah let me tell me because like it's so easy if i'm just like sitting here in a lecture or whatever like trying to do work and i have my phone next to me mm-hmm. i'd be like hmm i wonder if anyone sent me a message and i'll pick it up and i'll look at it mm-hmm. and just by the act of picking it up i like just immediately go on it and then spend 10 minutes on twitter which is obviously bad for you know getting yeah, work done yeah, yeah a little bit so i turned on android's always on display yeah and so that way I can figure out if anyone sent me anything without physically touching it. That is really which nice. Which has worked wonders. Yeah. I, yeah. I've always had my always on displayed on. <laughs> this sounded really weird. Yeah. No, but it like came enabled on my phone. 
Because mm-hmm. I've like you I'm, just haven't turned it off. I haven't turned it off because I like it a lot. It's nice because it always tells you like the time, the date, and the temperature outside. Mm-hmm. And then if any, if you have any notifications, the little icon will show up, and it's super nice. Like I'll keep my phone propped up against like the bottom of my monitor, just so I always know what time it is, if anything. And like, does it not say the time on your monitor? I mean, it does, but I I hide my top bar when I'm not using it, so easy to not look at it Ooh, top bar yeah look at you being on linux oh yeah whatever look i can make it a bottom bar if i want i can make it anything i want hey i'm getting a linux pc i'm, I'm so excited i'm excited for you do you know what you're getting no idea i have to ask it's like your it's lab just groups? whatever yeah it's whatever the university ah. offers that's very cool this apartment has a sauna in the building. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of saunas. And a rooftop grill. And one of those giant chessboards. Ooh. <laughs> I bet you'll always be using that. <laughs> rooftop chessboard. <laughs> Nonstop. I was watching uh, HGTV earlier today. Yeah. And they had a commercial where this couple was trying to kind of trying to fix up their kitchen mm. and it was like flipping through different designs and one of them was like a wallpaper that had like a bunch of leaves on it Ooh. and for some reason it just looked really nice so now i'm really into wallpapers do you have a pinterest board for your future apartment yet no i don't highly have pinterest. recommend it this has become an apartment episode but <laughs> um I have, like, a Pinterest board. Actually, I need to make a new one because this is for my old, like, taste, I guess. Like, my my style's changed a little bit since I made it. But I have a Pinterest board just for, like, apartment things that I like. So that when I'm actually shopping for apartments, I know what I'm looking for. Interesting. And it's actually, I love Pinterest for this reason. I highly recommend, like, people bash Pinterest a lot. But if you're someone like me who, like, is anxious and making decisions is, like, not always the easiest and I need to explore all the options, like, going through just a list of options and saying, like, deciding beforehand what you like is super valuable. I do it for, like, I use Pinterest specifically for, like, apartment decor, for clothes, and for, like, tattoos and hairstyles. And it helps Mm. me, like, pin down what I actually like. So I don't make an anxious, impulsive decision, <laughs> which I mean I want to do want to do anyway because I'm me. But highly recommend because then when if like if you use Pinterest enough, you eventually kind of narrow down what you keep pinning over and over again, and it helps you see what you actually want. It's nice. Oh God, this is a nice tattoo. I opened Pinterest. And it's recommending oh, no. tattoos to me. I want You're to be getting off track. I know. I want we gotta to finish this episode. I know. I'm just saying that and I then want. You can to... look at all the tattoos you want. I want to be at a point in my life where I can have tattoos on my hands. I'd say you're probably at that point. No, I'm not yet. You definitely are. I feel like I'm still. I'm. I'm too early in my career to have tattoos I cannot hide. I don't think so. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. No. Anyway, (laughs) 
I need to. I, yes. I just opened up my old like apartment planning kind of Pinterest board, and I need to just start again because it's got so much stuff that's like kind of dorm specific, like different kinds of mm. lofted bed configurations and and string lights and all this. And I'm like, well, we're we're kind of moving past that these days. Gonna finally have a normal bed. I think so. I think it's time. I would really love to be able to have a separate bedroom and office. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, how much time will you actually be doing a bunch of work from home? Really, as much as I want to, really. Yeah, you'll have some desk space, I assume, on campus. Yeah. Do you want to wrap up? Yeah, sorry. I'm getting very distracted. That's on me. That's my bad. SMH. You're enabling yourself. I know. The two monitors can really be my downfall. That and my cat. All right. It's been a long week. (laughs) So much zooming. (laughs) I've been on Zoom for like probably... You know, when they called our generation Zoomers, <laughs> they weren't kidding. Um, it was like foreshadowing. <laughs> um, it's kind of scary if you think about it. I'm trying to think of how many hours I spent on Zoom. If you include the times where I've just been on like work party phone calls or like Zoom calls, it's probably yeah. up to like 30 or 40 hours this week. Oh my goodness. I had several like seven hour long work party phone calls or Zoom calls, I guess. It's been a lot of a lot of Zoom. Mm. Switch it up, go on Google. I know. Uh yesterday I, I had a, a Facebook video chat. Cause it was just like one on one and I'm like, this yeah. might work faster if we're if we're just on message. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. But... You're not losing too much yeah. unless you're trying to share your screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my story. Interesting. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Ready for bed. It's five thirty. Uh, it's fine. I think they have an option in the settings that you can select, and it'll tell you how long you were in the call. Oh no! Really? Yeah. I don't want to know. I think it's like under advanced settings or something. I don't know. I don't want to know. Facebook does that because I was on when I like the the Facebook video chat I was on was like three hours long. I was like, oh, this sure is how we socialize in modern times, I guess. <laughs> Especially now. Mm-hmm. This is this is it. <coughs> this is what hundreds of years of technological advancement. Have. Are you okay? <coughs> have you forgotten how to swallow? Oh, that sure did not go down the wrong, the right one. Anyway, I can't drink water anymore, apparently. Oh, you're falling apart. (laughs) That's where we have gotten today. Anything else? Um, hope everyone's doing okay. You know. Hope you're staying inside. Yeah, everyone stay inside, wash your hands, you know. The The usual. usual. Um, everyone, make sure you're checking in on your friends. If you haven't heard from your friend in the past week or so, maybe check in on them. You know, everyone needs some support. That's that's my advice for the week. Check in on your friends. Mm-hmm. 
have some Definitely. some Zoom movie parties this weekend. Oh, my lights just fell down. It's fine. That's about it. So, uh, we'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed our very late last episode. Also, it's episode 25. Uh, our yep. podcast can rent a car now. So, <laughs> that's exciting. Anyway, that's about it for this week. What should I say for an intro? Well, we gotta do a, a, a see you next week before we can do that. Oh, I thought we already did that. Did we? Fuck if I know. Uh, well, we could do it. <laughs> I can't can remember the last 15 minutes. can't remember the last 15 years. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. 